T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Stay connected to our shows and get in on the conversation. Follow us on Twitter at WGR550. The professional that Corey is, I asked him to please provide the Celine Dion bump into the segment because Celine is in the middle of a pretty large controversy right now after the Montreal and Vegas series. She was shown on the Vegas scoreboard in Vegas gear she is a Vegas performer, so that is what you get. But she is the toast of Canada. Like, you can't. That is the conflict of all conflicts of interest. So in order for me to work my way through this controversy, I've asked Joe Yerden to join me um, here on the West Her Hotline. You can hear him outside of just here on WGR when he's a guest. Um, he's doing podcasts now by uh, and some writing pieces with Die by the Blade. Joe, um, where do you sit on Celine's... Uh, maybe fault in this whole thing is like like if I'm the toast of Buffalo, like I can't be showing up on the scoreboard at New England or in Boston. Like it just that 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 doesn't jive. And I think she comes off looking looking pretty bad here. Well, I mean, hey, listen, Celine's not just the toast of Canada. She's the toast of Quebec. She's I believe she's even from Montreal. So this is uh it's a little bit of a tough spot to be in. But you know what? When you're worth millions do you really care? Like, does it does it really bother you anymore? Like, All I mean, news is good news today, Joe. <laughs> but I mean, like, I don't know. Like, she's—I mean, she's killing it in Vegas. She's—I mean, she's killed it for her whole career. She's incredible. And she is any, absolutely incredible. There's no doubt. Anybody who wants to fight me on that, I welcome the battle because you can't hate on Selena. Maybe it's not your type of music, but like. Let's be real here. She's unbelievable. She's just an unbelievable talent. I mean, if you hate the Titanic song, I get it. But, man, but, yeah, no, I get it. Like, Mont- listen, Montreal fans have been looking for everybody. That's, I mean, they've come collecting. <laughs> they are looking for, for receipts. Down on yeah. Them. Like, yeah. It's been, it's been unbelievable. Like, anybody who's picked against them, like, it, it's just a running gag now that they just put the – they screen cap the prediction page and go – Nope, giant X through everybody because everybody picked against them. Literally nobody picked Montreal to win any series. Even I'm guilty of it. I said they lose the Toronto in three in the first round, so yeah. You listen, I the Toronto series was certainly an eye-opener. Then sweeping the Jets was sort of the next eye-opener. And then you're just assuming, no way do they beat Vegas, who just beat Colorado, the consensus, you know, Stanley Cup favorite. 
What to you stands out about this Montreal team? And I, before we go into the fact that the Stanley Cup Final is going to feature two division opponents for the uh, for the Sabers here moving into the future, awesome. Um, what about the way that that roster is constructed? Maybe gives you hmm, I don't, let's let's stop short of saying confidence, but let's say hmm, I, I don't have a good word. What makes you feel good about potential the Sabers' potential of digging themselves out of this hole, based on this team not really having that true superstar, um, but a team that is deep and is playing well together, and I think is really well coached. Well, I, I think you hit it right there. They're, they are deep. Uh, they are they are well coached. Even you know even when they're under Julian, which we you know earlier this season, it seemed like they got tired of them. I mean that 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 stuff happens with coaches. Uh, but this was a team that always seemed to be like ready to kind of jump out the last couple of years because you look at the roster, you go, man, these guys should be able to compete. They should be really good. And even before this season, you know, before they started out horrible and you know even finished the season horrible. Uh, you're looking at this and going, man, these guys shouldn't be that bad. You know, Carey Price is 909, a 909 goaltender during the season. Like, that's very average. And, you know, you, you know, Brandon Gallagher had a bit of an off season. You know, they, you know, Jonathan Druin hasn't even played in weeks. He's been injured. Um, and he was having a great season. And, you know, all these guys show up, but now the kids are blowing up. You know, Kakanyemi's playing great. Suzuki's playing great. Uh, you know, you, you get the you get the series clincher from Arturi Lekkinen, who's just a you know kind of a you know uh, a fan beloved, but like you know low lower tier guy. You know, Philip Deneau is one of the best defending forwards in the league. You know, and I'm a very proud Deneau hipster because I voted for him for two <laughs> years in a row. You know, two years in a row he was on my Selkie ballot like two you know two you know two or three years ago. So it's like you know like these guys are there. You know, Shea Weber is. You know, been a top defenseman in the NHL for years. So I mean, these like these guys are all there. Like they're all a part of this. And yet, you know, for some reason, it just didn't click. And now they're on the biggest heater they've been on in ages. And now it's coming together. Now they've got a ton of confidence. Like you know, everybody's got a ton of confidence on that team. And they've pushed the right buttons with with how to play it. I mean, they're not overly exciting to watch. They're, they're pretty defensive. They're not Islanders level, but it's close. But they're but this is a this is a team that's that that you know if as long as you got Carey Price back there, man, you you got a really good chance to win, and I think that's what Tampa's going to have to deal with here. This is going to be a really interesting battle. So uh, let's talk a little bit about this battle, and the reason I want to I I'm going to continue to make I'm going to br- I'm going to weave the Sabers into the conversation um, like a nuanced radio host would do. Um, mm. Now. What would you say the probability of a general manager? Now it could be Kevin Adams. I don't want to point a finger at Kevin Adams because I don't. I, I'm not. I am not so negative. I know this is crazy to say. I'm not so negative <laughs> to not give him some benefit of the doubt that I don't think he he is just going to assume this. But what is the percentage of NHL general managers that's going to look at the Stanley Cup final and completely overlook maybe two of the deepest from first to fourth line, from first defenseman to sixth defenseman, overlook all of that and say, it's the goalies. we got to get a goalie because these two teams in the final, they got great goalies, and I'm going to overlook the fact that you know Tampa Bay has like five 30-plus goal scorers on their team, and we're just going to overlook that because Vasilevsky's playing so good. Um, like, What do you think the percentage is that people are going to look at this final and say, goalie, goalie, goalie it's in vogue we got to have a goalie now i mean i would certainly hope that people would 
want to pay attention to goaltending. <laughs> sure, but... Because you, you need a good one. Um, but as far as overlook, I mean, I, I, I think you can, you can get... You can be guilty of overlooking it, just because these two are, you know, accepted as two of the best in the, in the entire league. And you could say, like, well, you know, these guys have the best. You know, we gotta do what we can for that. And you know, if, if you're tricking yourself into thinking that you that you can still get by without elite goaltending, I mean, you better have great team play to make up for it. That's the only way that that works out. I mean, you know, Antti Niemi wasn't a great goaltender, but Chicago had an unbelievable team. Back in the day, Jonathan Quick was a great goaltender, and the Kings had a loaded team. You know, so yeah. there there are exceptions to this, uh, but it's just it's it's so far you know few and far between. You know, I it pains me to say because you know I love the way he played, but you know when when you see Chris Osgood with a Stanley Cup for for Detroit back in two thousand eight, you know you can say it's like wow, Chris Osgood, wow, what a goaltender. It's like yeah, but Nicholas Lidstrom's the greatest defenseman of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they had Henrik Zetterberg there yeah. to, and Pavel Datsuk to shut down Sidney Crosby and, and Malkin. So it's like, you know, what are you going to do? You know, that you, you, you have a great team. You can get by with maybe not as great goaltending. Like, you don't, you, you didn't need uh, an Osgood to steal you a series. You didn't need Niemi to steal you a game. You know, the rest of the team was going to beat the other team. So in that respect, like, you got to have one or the other. You can't have, you can't be missing you can't be missing both at the same time because then you're just going to be an also-ran. Or, you know, if you get in the playoffs, you're going to be cannon fodder for somebody who's a lot better. Yeah, and listen, I mean, part of this goaltending conversation is I do think it's it's one that I assume is sitting in the back of Kevin Adams' mind. I, I, I might even go out and say it might be sitting in the front of Kevin Adams' mind um, mm-hmm. that this is an organization right now outside of Ukapekalukanen doesn't really have – I mean uh, – Portillo's uh, Pontillo, whatever his name is, down in Michigan. I mean, he's entering into his first year starting in college. I, I'm not sure that you can view that as a legitimate, you know, piece to your organization right now. That means you've got UPL, and pretty much that's it. I, I, I'm not of the mind that this is a team that is just going to go out and, and sign Allmark and make him, you know, he just hasn't been available enough for them over the course of his starting career the last three years to make an mm-hmm. investment, a deep one into him, um, mm-hmm. worth it. But, like, what does this team do? How do – I mean – from a building a roster perspective, it's hard to really even predict how they're going to build this team until you see what they get back for Eichel and Reinhardt, potentially Risto. But like, where on your list of this is really important for this team to get right? Where does goaltending sit for you there? Goaltending is at almost at the very top, just because you. I mean, I, I would not be overly confident that you're going to be able to keep all Mark, and I don't think you could be overly confident in him. You know, carrying a lot of the weight, uh, shouldering a lot of the load, I should say, for, for the season. So uh, you need to have a 1A, 1B setup with your goaltending just because you got to count on – I mean, you have to bank on injuries happening at some point anyways, but, you know, through Allmark's career, they've been kind of regular. So I, I think you have to really address that strongly because going into it and saying, like, well, well you know, what are you going to do? Like, I mean, you're – totally screwed if you do that this time around because i mean listen the free agent market's not going to be great you know you can think you're going to be able to make a run at a tuka rask but it sounds like he doesn't want he's boston or bust so you know check that out um but i mean the rest of the list is not inspiring like are you gonna are you gonna try to get mike smith to come to buffalo Uh, no you don't want mike i mean mike smith had a really good year for edmonton last year but 
the same point, you know exactly what you're getting into. Yep. So, you know, it, it's, you know, you, you look at what the, you know, what guys are available and you're just kind of like, you know, Allmark's the better of the devils because you know, you know that he's the devil, you know. And, you know, if you're dealing with somebody else, like, is that goalie going to want to come here when it's A, it's a, re- you know, it's a rebuild situation? And B, you know, you're probably not going to win a ton of games right away anyway. So, you know, it, they're in a really tough spot. I mean, it, they're at a spot where, like, you're, you're, you're almost banking on UPL to, to be a big factor for this team. And he's, he's been cursed the last yeah. three seasons with, you know, with, you know, coming off of the hip surgery, you know, the, the weird balance of games between Cincinnati and Rochester a couple of years ago. And then this, you know, the whole pandemic thing has really shot everything up. I mean, you know, from playing in Finland to coming back over here, you know, it's just, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's not a, it hasn't been the best situation to really get him developed properly. But I mean, you kind of need him to do it. You know, I think, in, you know, in Portillo's case, hey, go out and have another great season in Michigan. If he's got Owen Power and Matt, Matty Benyers playing there, they could win the title. <laughs> right. Very, very simple, you know, very simple like that. Um, but, you know, go draft another goalie this year, not, in the first round, unless you get it, unless you get it with your second first round pick, and if, and if it's like a mid round, lower first round pick, you know, fine. Uh, but, but stay away from stay away from goalies in the first round. But uh, but you have to draft another one. You have to keep that pipeline going. And you know, if it means just taking you know taking a lottery ticket out on a guy late, fine. But um, but that's I mean that, that's part of this whole you know, um, franchise restocking that they've, that they've discussed doing because they really need to do it full throughout. Yeah, Joe Yurden here on the Wester Hotline. We're talking a little Sabres, talking some NHL um, Stanley Cup final. Not finals, Stanley Cup final. Um, and the other, other situation, other news this week I kind of wanted to talk to you about was Seattle Kraken um, naming their head coach um, Dave Haxtell um, and wondering you know I, I think some of the other candidates they had been bringing in were maybe a little bit more impressive to me I just the job that Haxtell did with with Philadelphia from what was it 2015 to like 2018 2019 um, something like that yeah, yeah it just was not an impressive run for him with a team that really underachieved and I mean listen Philadelphia has been underachieving for two decades now but I, I don't know I, I with you know I, I wasn't a huge lover of like Tockett either but I think Tockett makes a little bit more sense in this case than than Haxtell did um, what are your overall thoughts on Seattle's first head coaching hire. You know, I, I mean, I was very surprised by it. I thought it was Tockett's job. I thought that was in the bag, you know, honestly. Um, but, you know, Hack, I mean, I, I know him from his time at North Dakota. And, you know, it was, it was wild to see him make a jump from going from North Dakota right to the NHL. Because, you know, I mean, he had great talent, great teams, you know, in North Dakota. But, um, you know, the, the national title part of it, you know, it's like he always got him to the dance, always got him deep into the dance, but never could close the deal. But, I mean, you know, stuff like that happens. You, you know, winning, a t- winning a national title can be tricky, um, it, you know, because it's a very much a big crapshoot because it's all, you know, one-and-done elimination in the, uh, in the NCAA tournament. But, uh, but you're right. The, the time at Philly was underwhelming. Um, and, I, I, you know, and it's not that he should get shut out of another job because of, because of you know, one bad turn. Uh, because you can learn from it, you can grow from it, and you can you can get a lot better from it. I mean, you know, listen, he's he spent the last couple of years as an assistant in Toronto, um, so uh, you know, learning learning a bit more there, getting a bit more of a handle on things, and maybe getting a closer eye, at, you know, at, at what it takes to be a, a head coach. I mean, those 
those kinds of lessons are, are a big deal. Now, you know, it'll be a whole other thing to see it in practice, obviously, but, um, but yeah, I'm, you know, I'm surprised, you know, talk it got, got a long, got a long process there. You know, Bruce Boudreau, it seems like he wasn't on their radar, which seems yeah. fascinating, but, uh, but maybe that's not an attractive situation for him because it's, you know, it's the West coast and it's a new team. And, you know, that can be, you get, that can be a bit taxing and a little bit, you know, stressful. So, um, so uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's interesting, but I mean, Hey, listen, they, they did, they did a very extensive search on this. So, um, if he's their guy, he did something to really bring it home. So it'll be interesting to see, but I, I want to see what players he's going to be coaching. Joe, speaking of Tockett, it seems like he might really be sort of top of mind here in Buffalo as well. Um, I think it was Elliot Friedman this week that talked about him getting his second interview, but with the eye towards Don Granado as sort of the favorite here to take over in Buffalo. Interesting to you that the Tockett is in this deep of discussions, though, at this point, considering a lot of the talk has been, yeah, this is this is kind of Granado's job to lose, um, while also wondering if who they bring back. Like, is... In your mind, if Eichel is here, does that change who they'd go for? Like with head coach, like if if they decide the value isn't out there, and frankly, I, I think they need to make a decision on head coach like sooner than the decision on Eichel. So like, where do you balance those two things? And like, is it different if Eichel's here or if he's not? I think it's a hundred percent different if he's if they've patched the bridge with Eichel and and get it together because then I think you're saying like, okay, no, we're, we're not, we're not going full rebuild here. We're going to try to, we're going to try to run it back and get it right. Uh, because I think at that point you need somebody who's got a great handle on the room and somebody who can, who can get them over the hump. And I mean, let's face it, the division is going to be extremely difficult. Um, but, uh, but I mean, but like, that's what you have to believe is, is possible if that's the case. Now, I think they're caught in a, in a situation where, I think when when you're interviewing coaches, I think the first question the coach, the potential coach candidate, is coming in and asking is, "Well, who the hell am I coaching?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to know what the roster is going to be because you want to know what you're walking into. Because if you're going in looking at what the roster is now and saying like, "Okay, if I'm coaching these guys, then all right, here are my ideas for this." But then if you're saying, "Well, actually, we're going to be trading," you know, these these two really important guys and getting a pack of players that, you know, we don't know who they're going to be yet. Uh, then I'm saying, all right, well, why don't you come back and talk to me when you get that squared away? Right, you know, right. like, like that's, that, that's kind of my thought, but I've always been of the mind that if they're, if they're going to reboot this, uh, uh, getting, keeping Don on board makes a hundred percent sense because he's, he showed last year, he was able to pull the right strings with some of these guys that haven't had their strings pulled the right way yep. in the past. And he was able to lean into their, lean into their strengths and just let them play. Whereas if you're going, if you're trying to keep the ship afloat, I mean, granted, you know, there's, there's whole holes all through the hull and it's, you know, it's almost on the seafloor, but, um, and all we have are our toy buckets to get the water out. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, as Celine would say, your, your heart may go on, but this is not, <laughs> this, I knew I chose the right person. Good. God, just, this is, <laughs> but like, this isn't going to work, you know, like this is, this is, you know, in this case, it's, you know, you, you got Kate Winslet on the on the float. And, That's right. You know, on the Jack door. freezing away. Yep. Yeah, and this case, actually, Jack is freezing, and he's going to sink to the ocean floor. So, um, but I mean, I, the parallels are gross. They 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 are they are eerily similar. Yeah, it's yeah, it's getting a little weird now. I got to say, I, it's I, it's spookier than I had originally Way thought. Way spookier. But, <laughs> but like, but I mean, this is but this is like kind of what you're facing up to, though. Like, I mean. 
if you want Don Granado on to, to like to carry these guys forward with the young group and 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 push the push the right buttons, I mean he's he's been a development coach throughout uh, his career and like he can do it. But again, like if if you're keeping Reinhardt, you're keeping you know if you're keeping Jack, like if you're you're keeping parts of these uh, of these guys around to say like no, I think we can do this. Then you got to get a you got to get a, a a a more veteran voice in there. I mean, listen, Tockett was the guy they talked to back uh, when they uh, when they ultimately hired Phil Housley. I mean, Tockett it was it was basically down to Tockett and Housley for that job, and they picked Phil, and then Tockett went off to Arizona. Which I mean, hey, listen, <laughs> then they got reunited in Arizona after Phil got fired here. So that's you know twist of fate, but um, but yeah, this is uh, it, it's 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 a very weird spot because it's almost like a chicken or egg argument. Mm. Yeah, it it really is. And it's it, listen, it's a fascinating scenario as it continues to play out here. I'm I'm just I, I think I was listening to the afternoon show guys talk about it yesterday. It's just like I it's weird that the season I am so used to thinking about so many things hockey right now heading into July 1st that I've got to recalibrate that everything's a month late right now, but mm-hmm. I just I I need I need them to make this move here. Like I need I need them to figure this out and at least show like, hey, here's our plan or a part of the plan. Because I'm just I'm I'm over here. I'm not doing well. But um, Joe, my man, thank you so much for hopping on with me. Always a pleasure having you. Always love talking hockey with you. And uh, next time I know to bring more Celine Dion references. <laughs> I didn't know you were that competent. Well, you know, listen, that's the way that's the way it is. So, <laughs> Get him out of here! Get him out, <laughs> Joe. Great to talk to you, my friend. And uh, we will we will 100% be chatting soon. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 